This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right, P-O-D-D-Y. Welcome to the Trim Healthy Podcast with Serene, Pearl, and Danny. Wrong chords, Dan. My right. chords are what I feel like I want them to be, Pearl. Because I'm playing this guitar and you're not. Hello. <laughs> and so it. we've got, as usual, a great show for you. And we're so grateful that you've tuned in once again, years and years later. The number one health podcast of yesteryear. Of they're not even with me. Is anyone going to... I'm totally with you. I'm leaving uh, audio space for you to interject. That usually is where you cut me off anyway. Oh, I'm so sorry. I, don't know I was what trying to, to send a text to John. I don't know what to do at this point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just, well, here we are. Serene's taking over today. She's got well, stuff Well, you know, we, you're our fam, you listeners out there. You're totally our fam. And uh, maybe we overshare. We overshare. Maybe we think you're our fam and, um, and we... Um, yeah, we go too too deep with details, but that's where you are in our hearts, and um, we're just really, really open about stuff. So, you know, I if you're listening to these parties in consecutive order, you just heard Pearl's um, vacation into the eye of the storm, and you heard about her experience. So I'm going to tell you about an experience I had on the same day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm out of breath already, just because, um, I'm, I don't know, my heart's pounding and all that kind of stuff. So anyway... Um, so on the same, so we had planned on sharing with you some other news coming up here pretty soon, but um, I have different news to tell you. So and and I, you know, if I'm, yes. Anyway, so um, you can sit here and cry. It's okay. No, 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 Serene. no. I'm I'm not going. I've done already a lot of lot of crying, and so I know I've got a message. Yeah. So I can go home and do that. I have a message, and it's a message of hope for anybody who, and it's not even who's been in my predicament. Who's been in many many predicaments in life that keep you wanting to be connected to a dream that was in the past or to something that um that you keep looking back to and you're, and you're, you're held in, in, in the past because the past seems brighter to you than, than your today or your tomorrow. And so I want to um, speak to that. So I don't want to get sidetracked with all my emotions. But So I found out I was pregnant in Florida in August. For the second time, yes. right? So you heard that I had the miscarriage. So this time I got pregnant three months later, so excited. And um, But hold on, let's go back because this time – it was a sticker. I mean, oh. you were sure of it and you were so sick. I mean, we were so keeping sick. it a secret because we we're going to do the big reveal and everything. Every party that I ever came to share here, I was like wanting to lay down on this couch and just, mm. uh, I was so nauseated. I was nauseated from like three and a half weeks and I, I, I knew I was pregnant because of the sickness, mm-hmm. which usually comes around seven and a half to eight weeks, mm. but it was bam. Like but I did the six day early test and it was dark and I'm like, this is a sticker. I'm so excited. So I never even had fear of, of, of losing the baby um, until we went to the wedding, Megan and Noble's wedding um, a couple of weeks back now, a week and a half. And uh, well, maybe it's even sooner than that. Week and well, two when days. this plays, it'll be two weeks. Yes, yeah. and um, and 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 everything was fantastic. I just felt weird twinges in my back. It was just a little bit weird. And the next day, um, just yeah, whatever. Just noticed something that was just thinking, oh well, it's probably nothing, and it totally stopped, like a little tiny spotting, but it wasn't mm-hmm. fresh. It was just nothing, and I was just like, oh, that's totally nothing. It happened with Solace's pregnancy. I'm like, oh, it's nothing. Um, and I called the midwife. She said, no, it's probably nothing. It's probably easily explained. Um, 
but we haven't heard the heartbeat yet, so come in and we'll do a little ultrasound just because then we'll relieve your mind and you, you don't need to be worrying. You've already had a miscarriage. And so I came in and um, I was expecting to hear the baby's heartbeat. And so the ultrasound saw the, saw the little baby and, you know, I'm, I'm almost 11 weeks at this point. Mm-hmm. So I've gone through this almost this full trimester of sick and every second of the day, every – all through the night I was sick and every time I'd get up to go to the restroom, which was all through the night because I was really, these hormones were surging, my whole world was around this baby, mm. you know, and, and all my children's world and my little two-and-a-half-year-old was just like, she she weaned for this baby. I said, you've got to share the milk with this baby. <laughs> and and anyway, so she weaned for this baby and, and nursing was her life. So, I mean, we were all so excited. But I I, I was laying there and and they're like, we're so sorry. There's no heartbeat. Um, You... You could still be very, very pregnant with a live baby. You've just got your dates wrong. And I know my dates and I know when I got two bright pregnancy tests way back, way back when. So I'm like, there's no way I've got my dates wrong. And they're like, are you sure about that? And I said, I'm sure. Because Didn't they take your HCG levels on? It said about 12 weeks pregnant. Everything yeah. looked like all my hormones were, were high. Uh, well, I wasn't 12 weeks. I was almost 11 weeks. Yeah. But um, there's more to that story. So anyway um, – what had happened was my baby had passed to Jesus like four weeks before and I'd been carrying this pregnancy. My mm-hmm. body didn't want to give up the baby and I was just very pregnant, very nauseated this whole time, but my baby was not even alive and I didn't know it, yeah. right? And so um, I, I I came home and I was just devastated. I was just so – but not depressed, okay, but, but just devastated and deeply like – the loss was just so huge. Like, like I don't know, just a, a lot of people may not understand because I didn't get to hold this baby in my arms and, or feel it kick yet, but it was such a huge loss. It's something because it's, it's part <coughs> of you and so it's real. I think so many women Yes. Yeah. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. And so I, I did journal a little bit yeah. uh, to, to – and I never journal. I brought 17 beautiful journals with leather-bound yeah. covers and like little leather straps that have clasps on them and everything and never, ever done anything. But this was like I have to get all these thoughts out and yeah. I need – and God gave me a revelation. And this revelation is what I want to bring to you today and it's about longing. And I want to bring that to you today. So do you think that's weird if I read Cringe, no, I Cringe don't, Fest? I don't if I read so. like four pages of this? I don't. Okay, so. I say me a lot because I'm just writing about to myself. And then I say you a lot. I'm not meaning you listeners, but I'm like one of those people who um, when I think, I think out how we as a people of this world should, yeah. like what would make it a better place for us. I, so I, when I say you, I'm meaning that. Okay, yeah. so I just said, I miss my sweet baby here with me, but I can't long for yesterday because the baby isn't in yesterday anymore. Um, I say he because I thought it was a boy. He was, but he has moved on and I need to as well. The baby is in today and in tomorrow. This is where I need to be in the present and in the future as I look forward to it. Yesterday has only memories, no state of living, no verb of living, no true life and I can cherish beautiful memories because this is the fruit of, fruit of thank, thankfulness and gratefulness. But all negative memories, I, I'm, I'm not going to remember anymore because they don't breed fa- thankfulness, but only dark despondency and death to the present. So all yucky memories I'm going to trash. And I was thinking about that because 
Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll read, I'll read, I'll read my, my journal. So I don't go back and revisit laying on the ultrasound table all alone because my husband wasn't there and then hearing the words of Tara and seeing the still screen. I'm not going to revisit that anymore. I'm going to resist. I will not revisit my awful drive home with my mind racing. I will not look at the contractions and the bleeding as horror and for nothing, but as an, as an honor and as a rite of passage to bring closure to the graduation of this precious, precious eternal soul to heaven. I do not see it. I don't see it personally as I pass this baby as a miscarriage, but a birth into heaven. It is an honor to birth it into heaven. These pains are sacred, not traumatic. They are meaningful, not meaningless. A sign that I carried life, the blood covenant of life. So I don't look back with longing for what I had because in my brain, what was bringing so much pain was looking back like, ah, oh, the moments I imagined like I imagine, when did it pass? When was its whisper of goodbye? So when, so I wanted to look back to the, the time when it was alive and living inside of me. And um, so I'm just off now. I'm, I'm not even reading my journal. I'm just talking. But um, that's what I was just constantly going back, going back and looking back. And um, I realized I'm not going to look back with longing for, for what I had, but I look forward with longing for what I still have. I don't long for yesterday before the news before the sad event, because that's what I wanted to go back before the wedding. I wanted to go back to the wedding itself when I was um, pregnant and dancing around with all my extended family and so excited and thinking about um, the next wedding we were having soon, which was going to be my own daughter's and imagining me very pregnant there and, and excited about the new baby to come. And I was going back. I was constantly going back. Um, and so I'm continuing reading here. I long for what is the future of this life. That cannot ever be lost. I long for when we will be reunited. I had a realization that everything good can be perverted. And I'm reading here, so if it sounds weird, I'm just reading my journal. Longing is inherently good. It is a desire, a natural God-given emotion, but it can, it can be perverted and used outside of its intention. I don't believe, and I'm talking to myself, we should ever long for the past. Longing for the past brings death and disappointment and discontentment into the present and cancels out a longing for a new hope for the future. Longing for the past is having a graveyard of memories instead of a thankful sunlit hall of memories. I can go forward if I am wish I can't go forward if I'm wishing to go back. God is a living God. He moves in the now and wants to weave with me a glorious tapestry of my future, but all things have passed away and behold all things are new. The journey I was having with my baby yesterday has changed. It's a different journey today. I can't thrive or get on God's sovereign path by wanting the roads of yesterday. I courageously, with God, choose yes. Yes, it's a choice. I choose to journey with where He is leading me and my children and my present and future today. I can't long for the old life in Egypt like the children of Israel did, looking back with wishes to return. I have to embrace the provision of manna. God's fresh provision, his fresh table for today, his portion for me today. Manna means what is it? This present portion or the table or cup I drink today may seem like a mystery to me and something I can't understand or I didn't expect, but it is what God has chosen or has allowed to nourish me. It it's may so not good. look like nourishment to me. The children of Israel wanted the quail and the leeks and the onions from Egypt the small seed-like quirky manna didn't look like nourishment, but it was divine food, perfect to sustain and grow and make them thrive. When they chose to embrace the what is it, they didn't get weary and they walked through the years of the wilderness without one of them wearing out. The leeks and quail could not have done this miracle. 
we need to partake. So when I talk about we, I'm not talking about you. It's just I'm just I'm just speaking to the my journal. We need to partake of what's fresh to not grow weary in the wilderness of life. And I was the reason why I was writing that is because what was fresh for me now is this new journey with my baby. I, I can't go back to what I thought was provision. What what how, he, this is a wilderness time for me, and he's going to sustain me with it. But it, it's a mystery, right? It's a mystery. But this new journey with my baby is fresh. I know my baby lives. I know my baby is eternal, and I have to keep looking for that longing and not long for what was. So I continue, and I'm almost done. Um, we we can't eat from yesterday's stash of manna, even like the children of Israel, because it would grow maggots. So I choose today to drink the cup of today with gratefulness that God will sustain me through it. Yesterday's cup is not living water. It's too stale for today. Fresh is the best. We do our best to nurture life and health in every aspect of our lives. We do our best to learn and choose that which begets life. We live by faith and righteousness and the the wisdom of the Lord. And then we leave the weaving of His sovereignty and we rest. Because that was what I was dealing with. What did I do wrong? You know, whatever, what, 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 you know, but you know, I did my best. I, 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 I chose life in every area of my life and I have to leave it to sovereignty. I don't know why. And I don't want to ask why, because I think why is a victim question. Hmm. You know, I, so, and Graham took, Cook taught me this. He's like, don't ask why people ask. The question is to ask, what does this mean for me now? Because <laughs> why is a victim question? So I really, I held on to that. So I'm like, God, I'm not going to ask you why, because I'll find that out in heaven, but I'm going to ask you what, what, what are you to be for me now? And so, um, that's, that's, that's where I was. So, and then I say, I, we have to leave the weaving of his sovereignty and to rest. We eat our daily manna he provides and know he is working it for our good. I choose to hold his hand and walk the fresh, unknown trail of today. I look for his goodness. I will awake myself to his goodness along the way. His goodness follows me. It doesn't get trapped in the past. I press into courage to live in today and long for the desires of tomorrow, not yesterday. And I'm reminded, Pearl, and I wrote this in the journal, I'm reminded of that movie comedy that Pearl took me to. And I don't know the name, but I I put it in in the little quotation, this is where you live. It was a dance movie. Oh, hit. Would you know the one? Yeah, Hitch. Hitch. It was not a good movie. Don't take your children. Oh no, to it's it. a good no, movie. Nor is it a dance movie. <laughs> it's a well, best it was a, movie. There was a dance, and this, this guy was like dancing at this place, and he's like, "This is where you live." Yeah. And, I, and that's what I, this is what I feel like the Lord's saying to me. If he used that movie that Pearl took me to, that we also took my mum, and we were very uncomfortable. Yeah, next well, mum, oh don't take gosh. your mother to Hitch. Please, With that please. question, yeah, the, don't take your mother to Hitch. Well, I, c- I can our, see your mom with that question mark on her face. If your mother is like our mother, don't take her to Hitch. So, but I yeah, felt like the Lord. That, that, that I felt like the Lord saying, <laughs> "Danny's doing our mother's face. He's doing it very well." I felt like the Lord said to me, "This is where you live. Oh, that's good. This is where you live, and it's a dance move." And I'm like, "I can be joyful because this is where I live." So, this courageous living in today, embracing the newness, even the uncertain mysteries of today, is where I'm going to truly live. We can't live inside of yesterday ever again. We can only die inside if we hunger for yesterday. And I'm and I'm I'm not saying I can't and I'm still journaling and it's just rambling. It's just a conscious stream of consciousness. I'm not saying I can't be thankful in memories because thankfulness is the fruit of truly living in the day because it's counting our blessings and fueling joy. But hungering for yesterday wrecks our metabolism for hope. And then that was my journal. And then I wanted to write some things that 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 relate now to our journey that have nothing to do with with um, losing a child. <coughs> That's good though, Serene. I, um, I, I, yeah, it was I cringe, it. cringe reading. It wasn't cringe. Not at all. Not a bit. <laughs> 
a lot of women have experienced miscarriage loss and other things. Hey, you're listening to The Party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> this is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. The loss of the baby is, is just very dramatic in my life. Um, but there's no depression attached because of the hope of the Lord. But, um, but I felt like where I was getting trapped was the longing, was wanting to go back before. And it was such a trap. Yeah. It really was really shuffling me up. And, and you know, um, the Lord was giving me this revelation. And then I go check my phone, check a message, and then um, check my emails. Bing! Check out what your baby is doing today yeah. now that you're almost 12 weeks. Yeah. And I want to go back to yesterday immediately. Yeah. And I want to go back to bef- before I heard the news. And so I, had to, the, I felt like the Lord say, no, no, you've got new hopes in this journey. Where is this journey taking you now with your baby? Now I want you to hope and, and desire the future. You're reuniting together. Your baby lives. This is just a vapor here. And so I have a journey with this baby, but I'm not going to repeat the journey that I had. Unless yeah. I look back to be thankful, and I'm very thankful for the time that I even carried the baby and didn't know that that it was even dead inside of me. I feel like it was a beautiful, sacred time of of even more time celebrating that life that deserved to be celebrated. And even if if I was in ignorant bliss, um, it was bliss, and so that was great. You didn't, you didn't share any of the well, and you don't have to, you know. I guess because that's your private journey, but you didn't share in the end how. How you waited and waited for it to come, and your baby, your body didn't want to let it go, and then when it finally yes. did, it was I was really so proud quite... of my baby for not body for not <laughs> wanting to let it go. I was actually probably egging it along not to let it go because even though the baby was dead, I felt close to the baby still carrying it, and I still had all the pregnancy hormones. In fact, just to just to have a joke with you guys, if you've listened to the potty about wonderful Jethro and his wonderful yeah. experience of just um, looking at the goodness of God through incredible tragedy, and he his wife died. has lost his wife and a ten week old baby through yeah. um, his wife dying of leukemia and uh, he was just we watched him walk through it with such incredible victory and I said to my husband I stomped my foot down when I came home from the hospital by the way this is all going along the time when I'm praying for um, Pearl to survive the hurricane this is Pearl's hurricane weekend this is what my weekend was at home I stomped my foot down I said I'm a failure I'm not even being a Jeffer yeah (laughs) because he's like but you're a woman and you're filled with these pregnancy hormones so you need to give yourself a break but I I mean I wasn't depressed but I was I was just and then and then then, and then when the f- baby finally did, you know, so your yes, body I've carried passed, the baby you, till this Sunday. Um, so I'm sitting here talking, lost. and um, it's two days from Sunday, and I ended up in the emergency room. But when this, room. yeah. Yeah, with yeah, ended up in the emergency room. I thought that I was dying because (laughs) I've I've gone through many labors, as you know. I've got nine live children, and um, never have I seen a horror movie filled in every bathroom uh, uh, at my home and along the way to the hospital. Yeah, for some reason, this is just very yeah. Uh, And and as we're sitting here, I'm still walking that journey and believing that God will heal me. Um, I don't know the end of the journey yet, but my body is still um, um. yeah, ex- excessively bleeding, but we'll just yeah. see what happens. And I, I have faith. I totally have faith. But anyway, I wanted to read this, um, not to be a reader today, but I wrote down these thoughts. So I thought, Pearl said, yeah. yeah. I said, I don't really want to share it as a weird person, a weird thing, but I but I wanted to share the, the, the longing revelation and I want to share why I want to share it right now. So I wrote some things yeah. down about it last night when Pearl said I should share it. Um, I know that it's not just in the area of, of a loss of an unborn child that someone can relate to the longing for yesterday. 
And of course, when somebody's even held, you know, held a, a, a somebody that they love or, or, or had memories of life with them, I mean, that longing for yesterday, of course, would be even, even more um, tangible and such an incredible force. Um, but some, some are stuck in the past because it was some, it's something that's not even a loss. It could just be because the past was more comfortable than today. today. Like some people are stuck before 2020. Like, like life before 2020, they want to go back. You know, I want to go back. I would love, I mean, not that I really, because I've got this revelation now, but beforehand I'm like, I want to go out in town and not see apocalyptic mask wearers. (laughs) Not that I'm against people that wearing masks. Just hear hear me. I'm I'm totally fine with people who choose to wear masks. It's totally great. But it it looks like an apocalyptic movie to me. Well, life has changed. Yeah, Yeah, life has changed. It doesn't bring hope you know, of like children dancing through a park. I want to get snacks when you go on a plane again. Yes. I want to travel. I want to go back to Israel. I want to take my children. We were meant to be at a family reunion, Pearl. Remember in New Zealand this this January? Yeah, and all the people that have lost their businesses and stuff. So, you know, there's a longing for that. There's a longing. Um, Maybe you want to go back before a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. Maybe before a knowledge of a a sad event or a sad fact. Before a failed relationship. Before you binged for six months during a stressful season, you want to go back. We get paralyzed uh, longing for yesterday that we don't change or view today to embed longing in tomorrow to that actually takes action and brings, a, you know, we need a longing for tomorrow so we have action today that makes tomorrow bright, right? Yeah. We can't long for the life when, when we fit into our size, whatever. Mm. Let's long with hope and the fresh action of living fully involved in, d- in today, the present, to fit back in that healthy size in the future. So we don't long back, oh, I wasn't that great. I had it awesome. Oh, I was just so happy when I fit into blah, blah. Yeah. And that blah, blah, I'm saying blah, blah, because it's different for everybody. Yeah. Healthy may be 14 for you and it may be four for somebody mm-hmm. else. So, um, but we don't look back and long for that. We, we look forward with excitement. To, to that. We hope and long and work towards a healed relationship instead of saying it used to be good. We once were happy in the good old days. Wow. We look for the beauty and bloom in the area, era and time we, we are planted. Um, 2020 is our time to shine. When the dark gets darker, the light shines brighter. And um, <clears throat> we remember with joy the time when we, en- we enjoyed a precious season, but we don't long for it. And I'm so proud of you too, Pearl, and my sister as well, and I'll tell why, but like living in the same town as a grandchild. You know, um, mm. s- some people, I've heard some people say, oh, well, they moved, you know, a year yeah. ago and, and, you know, I'm, it's been pretty sad since then and blah, blah, blah. You know, you had Meadow and them living and you had all your, pretty much all your grandchildren yeah. living right in your backyard almost. Yeah. And now that's different. Now they live in a different town. But, you know, you've, instead of, longing for that season you've looked for you've made the best of the new season and and looked for opportunities to make this season which is a little more um distant Mm -hmm. but to make that be exciting it's the new Mm -hmm. journey it's it's longing for the new and and to make the best of the new instead Mm of um pining for an old season and i love that with our sister Vange. you know um she has 10 beautiful children and um when her season was was up with having babies you think because she did it for so long and that Mm -hmm. was who she was that was her identity she was like the wild mom at home um but she didn't long for back for that season she let it go and now she's the adventure woman of the world it's like I, I don't i can't imagine her being tied down to a house anymore because she's out <laughs> in a kayak you know and 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 out 3 miles out in the ocean and 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 she will look back and thankful to us and say that was such a great season 
but she's not chained to that season saying, I can't have a season just as great. Yeah. I can't move on. It's just she, so um, I'm proud of you, you and her for, for those things. But um, instead of pining for the better time, we delight in the now. We embrace the new road. We find the new and different ways to connect and and capture the joy. We learn how to be fantastic elastic. You know? <laughs> That's and, good. And I love that. I love that. To be able to um, be so elastic that we can we can conform. Um, yes. not in moral and different morals, but to conform so that we can say, Hey, that was yesterday and that was great, but this today may look different, but I'm gonna make it fantastic because I'm gonna be elastic. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you're listening to the party with Serene and Pearl, and I'm Pearl, and who are you? <laughs> Serene. <laughs> This is The Party with Serene and Pearl. Get it right. It's P-O-D-D-Y. And in my personal um, recent pain, you know, I look to the day of my reunion with the, with the, with the babies. I say babies now, you know, um, that have slipped from my hands but never from my heart. And the future has so much treasure for me. So why wouldn't I want to long for the future? When, when I look back, with, with, when it's a thankfulness, that's great. I, I, I look back with thankfulness to have had carried that baby so long. But I have to keep my eyes ahead. I can't look back. Like even I was telling Pearl, even on the car ride here, um, we don't clean our cars up here on the hilltop. Well, maybe some of us do, but I don't know. I don't think Pearl has a great habit of it no. either. You're a bed maker, but not necessarily a car I cleaner. haven't gotten there yet. You haven't got that identity. Well, I, I sat in the car. And I saw my smoothie cup that I had had to, to eat on the way to like to the ultrasound, and and I saw the masks that I threw off into the dashboard because I you know I had to wear it to get into the building, yeah. and but it all brought me back fresh to the day of pain, you know, and 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 I wanted to it was natural for me to go back there and have a good cry, but I refused it. Mm. I'm like I can I can. Um, be tender and mournful towards my baby, but I am not going to go back to dark memories. Yeah. I refuse. I refuse. I refuse. And so I just decided to take a deep breath and think about about where they are today and and imagining them and um, imagining their their purpose in heaven and and you know the future for me and for them. And so I've got treasure there. Yes. I'm not going to go back. Good. Um, other relationships, other than. Um, no, sorry. Actually, it says revelations here, not relationships. But I, I do have a revelation and I, um, I'm going to preface it. I have great compassion for – I'm, I'm pro-life, but I have great compress, compassion for any man or woman who has been, been victims of – I don't think babies are the only victims of abortion. No, no. I think that mothers are, are full of fear and some, many times they're abandoned. Many times they're not only abandoned by boyfriends or, or husbands but by parents – who they who they basically be disowned if they come back? I, I feel like um, they have been trapped um, with by the great deceiver, and um, I have great compassion. Pearl, you and I have great friends who, in past um, in, in past seasons of their life, have had abortions, yes. but are beautiful mothers of babies mm-hmm. today. But their whole mind was in a different panic moment yes. of fear, and they were they were trapped. And so I have great compassion. I have no condemnation. Um, you know, I don't think that we can separate and say oh, um, you were trapped in fear and made this awful decision. Well, I've been trapped in fear and made awful decisions before. Yeah. And, and sin is sin to God. And I'm not going to say one is like over here and condemn when, when I think all of us have, have made um, decisions that we wish we hadn't made because yeah. we were put in a place of fear. So I really want to preface that. I am not in any way um, in, in hatred towards those who are 
um, pro-choice. I, I have my very strong conviction about pro-life. That's yes. all. And I do believe it's not just the babies trapped. And, mm. and many women go on after abortion to suffer great depression yes. um, and, and, and great um, just suffering. And I, I feel that because I know the suffering that I feel after a miscarriage and I know that that is theirs deep down. And so I have great compassion for that. But I was, um, as I was <laughs> laying there on the ultrasound table and, you know, saw the baby and, you know, it's a, it's the kind of ultrasound that's a little more invasive yeah. because it was a um, the vaginal yes one. a smaller um, and and I was laying there and 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 I, the atmosphere wasn't good in the room maybe there was this feeling like something was wrong or it was a small room my husband wasn't there and I had this feeling like I was connecting to women who were who have had abortions it was it was this weird thing and um, and then I saw this little still baby on the screen and my heart was just so broken and I felt so. Um, vulnerable and so invaded yeah. to and um it was just this incredible feeling of of loss and I I came home and told that to my dad I just said it's, it's such an awful loss and just to see this baby with just no moment it's this beautiful little baby but still and he said he said Serene I'm wondering if that's how God feels you know you felt this pain once you've only once had to experience the still picture of a baby but is that what god's had to experience 63 million times in america alone because he's the great father i mean you're a mother but parent parenthood has been birthed in the heart of the father and it just made me realize you know um it just made me realize that life is precious and this is nothing like i said and i've prefaced it with great um intensity of of sharing my heart this is nothing against anyone involved on the other side of things but life is precious and so you know um and that's why i don't think it's even about whether you like somebody in election or whether you know you like this personality better or this personality is vulgar or this personality is whatever um i just feel like right now i'm i'm moved to to put my um my name on the side of life Mm -hmm. because i just i just saw god having to go through that like I have a purpose and I have a plan, <sighs> still baby, you know. So um, you, you you might remove this from the podcast, but I just felt that it was a revelation that I had, and um, I just felt like as I wanted to share that. Um, but but I had I had also um, just a, two more things to say. We're twenty min- twenty nine minutes in that I feel like I can say this. Um, this is backtracking a little bit um, back to the longing and and not looking back. And some verses that God gave me, just so incredible. And um, it says here, in, in Psalm 139, um, verse 5 to 7, let me see if I can pick it up. I've, I've earmarked my page, so just hold on, people. Here it is. This, this, 5 to 7. Okay, here it is. You've gone into my future to prepare the way, and in kindness you follow behind me to spare me from the harm of my past. With your hand of love upon my life, you impart a blessing to me. This is just too wonderful, deep, incomprehensible. Your understanding of me brings wonder and strength. And it was so huge because I felt like God saying to me, I've gone into your future. I'm preparing a way. Look forward. Look forward. Look ahead, Serene. And in my kindness, I follow behind you. I'm going to stand between your past and you. I'm there. So every time you look back, 
You're going to think for thankfulness because I'm going to protect you from all the pain. Like I'm standing there. When you, when you, when you look back, you're going, to look, you're going to see me. And it said to spare me from the harm of my past. Wow. And I realized if I'm going to look back, I'm going to be harmed by my past because right now in this mourning process, every time I look back, I'm brought to tears because I look back at that joy that's been snatched. Yeah. But no, he says, I've gone ahead into your future to prepare a way for you. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was just, that's why I felt like everyone, I walked into the potty and they're like, how are you? And I said, I'm very blessed because God's given me some great revelations. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of God. He is a father and, and he loves to, he loves to give drink to the thirsty, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of people that they're, they're thirsty and that's it. And, and that's a great thing because he, he gives that living water so that, that we'll thirst no more. And I sure was thirsty when I came home that day, thirsty emotionally. You know, I just normally when I'm in town, go drive all the way to the Nashville. I'm like, hey, let's hit Whole Foods. Let's get a little treat. I'm big girl. I drive on the, drive down the high, drove on the highway. I want some Gouda cheese for my drive home. I'm like, I don't want to go into Whole Foods. I don't want to go anywhere. I was like speeding down the highway, just like. My mind was just raised. I'm sure I wasn't causing accidents, but you know, it was just I was just focused. It was just like awful. But I feel like I came home thirsty, and he fed me. He gave me that living water. And then just one more verse in closing. Um, here, Psalm 139, 23 to 24. Um, it's just up a little way here. It says, "God, I invite your searching gaze into my heart. Examine me through and through. Find out everything that may be hidden within me." Put me to the test and sift through all my anxious cares. See if there is any path of pain I'm walking on and lead me back to your glorious everlasting ways, the path that brings me back to you. And I felt him say, the path that brings you back to me, Serena, is looking ahead. And then, and then when he said, see if there's any path of pain that I'm walking on. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, and all the looking back, you know, wanting to revisit. I'm not going to go back. I'm not going to go back to that path of pain. So hopefully that's helpful for you. You know, it doesn't have to be a loss of a child. It can, many people have lost in in deeper ways than I have, because I feel like I'm not taking away what I've gone through because I, it's such deep loss. I can't explain it in words. Like I'm not depressed, but I can't explain the deep loss. But those who've gone through it know, but I do want to say the more earth suit a baby puts on, yeah. the more you feel like they were, yeah. the, they were meant for earth. Yeah. And so, the, so if those who have gone through losing children with more of an earth suit than, than my baby had, I mean, you're amazing people. And I just pray that this will have blessed you. And even if it's just the, ha- the fact that you hate 2020, may this bless you too. <laughs> yeah, so good. Producer John here. Hey, um, Serene, just I wanted to um, let you know just from the bottom of my heart and I, gosh, I hope I speak for the majority, if not everybody listening right now. Um, two, three hours ago, um, Pearl and, and Leslie and I, we were in, in a exec meeting at Pearl's house and I was sitting six feet from your husband and, uh, Pearl and I were going over like how we were going to schedule this recording session today. Cause she just got back and, you know, we got deadlines and all. And, uh, I watched your husband, Sam, when we were talking about, were you even going to be here? And he was like, without question, he's like, she's not going to be here. And I, I've had a lot of people that, that I've worked with and have worked for me over the years. And I have heard every excuse to not come into work. <laughs> and man, I, I, whatever the biggest Atta girl I can muster up out of my heart, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm floored that I'm floored that you're even here. So you're amazing human. And then I'll be chillin'
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.